coming up. This is the time I would declare there's enough going on in our world today that every church needs to be packed to the rim. Mm-hmm. If we were really seen properly. That's right. If we weren't intoxicated by our freedom. If we weren't intoxicated by wealth. If we weren't intoxicated by our our, our uh our liberties, our our, uh, pride. If we weren't intoxicated by um, business, politics, every single person need to come to God's house. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Are you aware of the world around you? To gain a genuine understanding of our surroundings, it is essential to view the world through the perspective of God's Word, divert our attention from the distractions that distance us from Him, and lead a life infused with hope. Join Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn as they delve deeper into the book of Joel to uncover these significant truths. Here's the second message in the series, A Call to Truly Change. Part two. We have various things intoxicating us today. It's funny, and it's all for years I've been thinking about and pondering this. Why do we why do we have such a desire to alter our consciousness? Hmm. I I learned something about this when I was a kid because um my little brother had uh, fell and hurt himself, and he, he, he should have went to the hospital. Mm-hmm. But it happened while it was a party going on at the house, and I was a kid, and I, I, you know, in, in retrospect, I knew that he should have gone to the hospital. Yeah, but I think because all the adults were consciousness were altered. Mm. they didn't come to that conclusion and that and i i i learned something from that that i said i i don't ever want that to be my state with my kids that i am caught up in my party that when my child needs me to parent Mm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) with a Mm -hmm. sober mind yeah i'm unable to do it Mm -hmm because of the stuff I done put into my system. Yeah. I told myself back then that I would never let that happen to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And it's interesting too, because I was just, I don't know who I was talking to the other day. I said, you know, alcohol in any form, whatever it is, whether it's wine or that the harder liquor or whatever, it's an acquired taste. When you first taste that, you know full well you don't like the way it tastes. (laughs) It's nasty. So it's an acquired taste. So people keep, you know, that uh, keep drinking and keep drinking. It's a social thing. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, so this this causes the intoxication and the drunk. Yeah, and it's driven, you know, we, part of the reason that we would acquire that taste is because Mm -hmm. what we're really pursuing is this sense of an altered conscience. Right. Right. And so, and so, right. Uh-huh. And it and it uh, it takes us down the path to to 
change our taste buds, if you will, mm -hmm. because we're really looking for the altered consciousness. Yeah. And that fascinated, we are fascinated with altered, uh, with the, with an altered consciousness. Mm -hmm. And when God is calling us to sobriety, to think clearly, to open your mind, to see, and God, all throughout scripture, God is saying, look, mm -hmm. see, understand. Mm -hmm. And now we are fascinated with things that hurt the way we see, yeah. hurts the way we understand. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we alter it and we, you know, it takes us away from where God wants yeah. us to be. And so we got to not let that be the case for us. Amen. You know, and so that we are trying to maintain a clear heart, a clear mind mm -hmm. so that we can be in, communi in communication with God. Amen. And so, um, so, um, but today we are intoxicated by more than chemical stuff. Hmm. It's not just the drugs and the alcohol for which we are intoxicated by. Hmm. We are fast fascinated and intoxicated by our, by pleasure. Hmm. Pleasure causes us to not see, to not understand. Mm -hmm. We get so caught up in, want, play, in wanting pleasure. We, mm -hmm. Our pursuit for wealth causes us to not have an understanding and see mm -hmm. and be clear-headed. Our pursuit to, for status yeah. makes us not see clearly and, yeah. and, 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 and understand and, and our, our, our political reasons, we, our politics get us caught up that we can't understand some very simple things. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. like, why can't you see that? That's you know, right. That's right. and, and um, so our, the society and social media, we get caught up and intoxicated mm -hmm. by things. The list is long, I'm just naming a few. But what it does, it causes our conscience to be altered and we're unable yeah. to see clearly and understand clearly because we're so caught up in whatever it is. That's right. That's right. So the intoxication spreads and it goes further. Mm -hmm. And it causes us not to see what's really going on in our world today. Amen. And let me give you one thing that just, we just, and this is, um, there was a time where they called, just an example, they called diabetes a, a an adult onset disease. Mm -hmm. It was called that. Okay. Not any longer. They don't call it that no longer. And I'm sure you can figure out why. That's because children are getting it now. Adolescents are getting in it. Yeah. So they can't call it, a, it's an adult onset. No, it, it is happening much, much younger. Mm -hmm. This is something that ought to wake us up and say, okay, something else is going on and there's something else we need to change. Yeah. That's something that should be very clear to us. But many of us are still sleeping mm. and are intoxicated <clears throat> by the taste <laughs> of food, 
our conveniences and all these other things that are part of the problem why mm. children are getting diabetes. No, we, we want convenience. We want certain kinds of foods and when we want them, we want, we're doing things that is contributing to our children getting sick and we're not changing to fix that. And so a second thing that Joel was wanting the people to change is he wanted them to feel a sense of desperation. He wanted them to feel a sense of desperation. Joel 1, 11 through 13 says, despair, you farmers, well, you vine growers, grieve for the wheat and the barley because the harvest of the field is destroyed. <laughs> if anybody should be welling, grieving, is the folks who handle the agriculture and the crops and stuff. Mm. <laughs> In this time, because again, the locusts that came in and just tore everything up. And he says, y'all should be in desperation right now yeah. because the vegetation is damaged, it's gone, it's destroyed. Mm -hmm. There's no harvest. And then verse 12, he says, the vine is dried up and the fig tree is withered. The pomegranate, the palm, and the apple tree, all the trees of the field are dried up. We read that last week. Surely the people's joy is withered away. So not only is this stuff, then there's all the things that could bring you joy. He's saying that there's no reason for celebration. Mm -hmm. We're in a phase, what's going on around us, there's no reason to celebrate because the things of joy it has been taken away. That's how bad it is. But yet they weren't in despair. <laughs> they weren't welling. They weren't mourning. And he was calling them to do it because you ought to be. Look at yeah. what's happening. It ought to be troubling you. Mm -hmm. And too often today, things are going on in our society right around us. Yeah. We should be troubled about it. Mm -hmm. We should be making change. We say, oh, I got to do something differently, you know, but we just keep going on the same path and, and being numb to what's going on and doing nothing about it. Amen. He was telling them to well. And then verse 13, he goes on, he, he, he reaches to the, the, the religious people, to the priests, he says in verse 13, put on sackcloth, you, you priests, mourn and well, you ministers before the altar. Come and spend the night in sackcloth, you ministers before God. For the grain offering and the drink offering are withheld from the house of your God. So they were unable to celebrate. The, 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 the drink offering was something that they would do that would be something would happen after victory. So he's saying there's no, not, there's no victories. Victory, yeah. There's no victories. It's failures after failures, losses after losses. And he's saying to the priests, those that go to God for the people. Mm -hmm. to 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 mourn right to worship and go to god because mm -hmm. it's it's getting even into the house of god this sense of desperation should be there yeah no victories happening and so he's calling them to that mm -hmm. to feel the death and they weren't feeling it they weren't seeing it Amen. similarly today we should be desperate 
They just said July was the hottest month yes, ever yes. recorded. Do hmm. y'all understand? The hottest month hmm. ever recorded. That should cause us to wake up. Yeah. Something's not going, and it is very, very clear that humanity is, is the primary cause of that. Mm -hmm. Ocean, Very clear. The ocean is hot. The ocean is hot. <laughs> um, Carolyn was telling me uh, the other day, I didn't hear it, hear the news or whatever, that somewhere they measured the temperature of the ocean to be 101 degrees or something. No, I think it said 110. 110. One time you were oh. sitting there with me, too, when it came on. We went, what? What? <laughs> yeah. Revert, rewind the TV and go back. So what? What did they say? Something, something is going to yeah. going awry here, y'all. And we, sh the world, should be waking up. Yeah, yeah, this is an example of how we're not waking up. In Florida, and there's still there's still people in the world saying global warming warming is a farce or a fable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I this is crazy. And there's so many other statistics going on. Mm -hmm. And so this concept of needing to wake up and, and, and come out of the intoxication from whatever it is and being sober-minded and clearly seeing what's going on around us is happening today, right before our eyes. Yes, the question is, what are you going to do? What are you going to change? How are you going to change? Are you going to contribute to solution or are you going to be part of the problem? Yeah. This is a question we all have to address. Yeah. Yeah. The third thing that uh, Joel was calling the people to change, he wanted them to stop everything they were doing and only fast. He was like, shut it all down. Mm -hmm. Stop everything you're doing and only fast. Look what he says here in, in Joel 1, verse 14. Declare a holy fast. Call a sacred assembly. Summon the elders and all who live in the land to the house of the Lord your God and cry out to the Lord. He said, everybody, all y'all, everybody need to stop whatever you're doing. Yeah. Fast and come to God's house. Amen. This is the time I would declare there's enough going on in our world today that every church need to be packed to the rim. Mm -hmm. If we were really seeing properly. That's right. If we weren't intoxicated by our freedom, mm -hmm. if we weren't intoxicated by wealth, if we weren't intoxicated by our, 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 uh, liber our liberties, our, our uh, pride, yeah. If we weren't intoxicated by um, a business, politics, every single person need to come to God's house. That's right. Because things are bad. Things are bad. We are seeing things unlike ever recorded. But people are going on as business as usual. This is not a time for business as usual. Amen. It is not a time. We just came out of a pandemic that should have woke us up. Hmm. Yeah. That's true. But get look what people doing. Look what we're going back to. Mm -hmm. Look what we're resuming. There's an issue. And we need to come to God. 
or what we what uh, from the pandemic, not just what we're going back to or resuming, but these new bad habits we've started. Yes. Like people have stopped going to church. For yes. Example. Yes. Great. Yes. That's mm-hmm. right. That's a great example. Yeah. That's a great example. And then look what Joel says here in chapter two, verse 16 and 17. Gather the people, consecrate the assembly, bring together the elders, gather the children, those nursing at the breast. He said, even bring the ones nursing at the breast. Everybody need to show up. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bridegroom her chamber. Y'all, I know y'all about to get wedding. Call it off. (laughs) Shut it down. Come to the house of the Lord. It's time to come to God, regardless of what's going on in your life. Amen. Verse 17, let the priests who minister before the Lord weep between the portico and the altar. Let them say, spare your people, Lord. Call on God. Spare your people, Lord. Do not make your inheritance an object of scorn, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, where is their God? Yeah. He says we need to call a holy fast and everybody need to come to God's house. Mm-hmm. We see an example of this in the book of Jonah when God had declared that Nineveh was going to be destroyed. Look what it says here in Jonah 3, 6 through 9. This, the king of Nineveh has some sense, though. Look what happened. Mm-hmm. He said, when Jonah's warning reached the king of Nineveh, and that's the warning that I'm going to destroy all of Nineveh, yeah. he rose from his throne, took off his royal robes, covered himself with sackcloth, sat down in the dust. Mm -hmm. This is the proclamation he issued to Nineveh. By the decree of the king and his nobles, do not let people or animals, herds or flocks taste anything. Mm -hmm. Do not let them eat or drink. He said everybody and everything can't eat. He said he called the fast of everybody Uh, in the city. uh And everything. (laughs) Your dog, your cat, (laughs) you know, your bird, nobody's going to eat. Okay. No, it's going to, everybody's fasting. He had enough sense to know that he made an official decree. It became law. Mm. Y'all get this? Mm. It became law that nobody can eat and nothing can eat. Yes. The squirrel couldn't eat. <laughs> Y'all get this? Yeah. He says, no, no, you can't eat or drink. Mm-hmm. Verse eight, but let but let people and animals be covered with sackcloth. They need to go to that place of, of repentance and, and mourning. Mm-hmm. Verse, and let everyone call urgently on God. Let them give up their evil ways and their violence. Change what you're doing. Stop being evil. Verse nine, who knows? God may yet relent and with compassion turn from his fierce anger so that we will not perish. Mm -hmm. He knew this was a desperate time. The king of Nineveh, he said, no, this is, this is desperation. This is desperation. (laughs) Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So everybody needs to stop everything right now. Amen. Mm-hmm. Joel was calling them. Stop it. Come to God. Yes, Come to his house fast. The fourth thing Joel wanted them to do, he wanted them to act before it was too late. 
He wanted them to act before it was too late. Joel 2.1 says, blow the trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm on my holy hill. Let all who live in the land tremble. Yeah. For the day of the Lord is coming. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the day of God's judgment. It is close at hand. It is close. He says, change what you're doing. Act before it's too late. Yeah. Do it now. That's what he was calling them to. Mm -hmm. Amen. And then the last thing I want to give that he wanted them to change. He wanted them to turn completely to God. To turn completely to God. Yeah. Joel 2, 12, 2, 12 and 13 says, even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. With fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. He says that you, 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 you stripping off your clothes. I want you to strip your heart though. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's who you really are. Mm -hmm. That's not the super superficial side of you. Mm -hmm. No. What about your heart though? Change your heart, rip mm -hmm. your heart apart. That's right. Okay. Return to the Lord, your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Mm -hmm. God doesn't want yeah. to send the calamity. Yeah, he doesn't. But he's a he's a righteous judge though. Mm -hmm. And he has to give judgment when it's needed. He doesn't want you to suffer from his judgment though. That's not what God wants. He actually wants you to benefit from his love. Mm -hmm. But if you don't change your ways, if you don't change your ways and if you don't surrender completely to him, face his judgment that's the message Joel was saying you need to truly change you need to give yourself completely and turn completely to God completely you've been listening to one by one here's a personal message from Pastor Robert you may have never said yes to Jesus Christ do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin. And I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus Draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at quenchlifecf to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates.
Join us next time. And I want you to know that this wasn't a suggestion of God. It, 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 this wasn't an RSVP that they could, you know, deny. They, they could say, oh, I, I'm just not going. No, 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 no. That's, that God's judgment is not going to be that. It's going to be, no, you, you coming. <laughs> you can, you either going to be there because you willingly came or because you, <laughs> you came because you had to come. But in either case, you're going to be there. The Bible's very clear. Every, every single knee will bow. Thank you for listening.